Welcome to Dear First Year, a podcast dedicated to UNK first year students. All right, welcome back to Dear First Year. Um, if you are joining us for the first time, welcome. We are glad to have you and, and hopefully you know, you're making it through the school year. It's, uh, I, I don't know how, it's already been a month. It's crazy. Like we're, we're already over, uh, over a month in now. So for all you first year students out there, it's um, probably a learning curve, probably a lot of, a lot of different things to learn and, and to figure out. So, but we're, we're happy to, to be a resource to help. And this is why we have the podcast. So again, over a month in, and I know that a lot of people are probably starting to have exams and probably starting to do um, a lot more of the, the heavy lifting in some of their classes. And so one way to de-stress is, uh, for me anyway, is sports. And I'd probably be the same for Absolutely. both of you. So Definitely. We have uh, a few people here from the Campus Rec, and I'll have them introduce themselves in a second. But uh, we'll also talk with Canon Rath about um, some Loper sports going on right now. Um, I have Jack and Jen in with me from the Campus Rec. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hey, I am Jack. Uh, I am one of our intramural sports graduate assistants here on campus. Um, this is my first year, you mentioned that earlier, mm-hmm. has been a learning curve, but it's been great here so far on campus. And my name's Jen, um, this is also my first year, we're all new GAs at Campus Rec right now. We have two intramural guys, and I am the graduate assistant for wellness and facility operations, so I kind of oversee everything that has to do with the wellness center and that sort of programming and whatnot. Um, definitely been a lear- learning curve as well, I'm from Canada initially, wow. um, yeah. so it's been interesting being here in Kearney and taking classes and juggling all that. So speaking of the Campus Rec, first of all, what is the main purpose? Um, what can students expect when they go to the Campus Rec and Wellness Center? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so at the Wellness Center, our main purpose, well just with the Campus Rec in general, is we strive to Um, connect with the entire community and engage them through our quality programs and various services. Uh, So we really try to have a diverse amount of opportunities to engage with different students because everyone has kind of a different definition of what health and wellness is to them and so we try to target um, a vast array of that and so we have lifting, um, you know, workout areas, things like that, but also like lifting programs and whatnot. But we also have like various intramurals, which Jack can speak on a little bit later. Um, and we don't just have like the typical basketball, volleyball like we do, um, but we have like Mario Kart. And, you know, we're even starting to dabble in esports, things like that. Uh, so we really strive to have something for everyone. And we just try to connect with the campus community, promote health and wellness and a healthy, active lifestyle through our quality programs. And Campus Rec is located where on campus? Um, so the wellness center is in the same building as the health, or it's in the same total building same as the well, uh, health and sports center. Yes, HSC. And, and Cushing Coliseum, that's generally how people remember it most, is they see Cushing Coliseum on the outside of the building. Mm-hmm. Um, but just inside there and to the left, we have our own little section of that building for the wellness center. Yeah, and really right in the middle of campus too. So it's, yes. it's relatively close to all of the residence halls and easy for people to get to. So, uh, yeah, so that's really good as well, just to, to know where that is. Um, and you mentioned intramurals before, and I, I really yes. want to dive into that because Definitely. I think in terms of a lot of people where they're at right now, they need something to get them, you know, get classes off their minds and, and just kind of focus on something else on outside of, uh, yeah. academics. And so Jack, if you want to talk about maybe some of the intramurals we have right now and how yep. those sessions work. Yeah. So right now, uh, we have a couple of intramural sports going on. Uh, we've got some disc golf, flag football, some sand volleyball, um, and then we also have uh, some slow pitch softball. We're actually diving right into playoffs next week. How our seasons usually work is we will have four weeks of a regular season, uh, generally three to four regular season games, 
um, and then after that, there's a playoff afterward. Um, and then the end goal is usually one of these fancy dancy intramural t-shirts. And I'm guessing the one you're wearing is a new one, right? Yep, right. Uh, the one I'm wearing right now is one of our new ones. Um, we uh, have some other pictures of them uh, up on our socials. Um, we got purple, uh, heather gray, and blue this year. Okay. And and trust me, I know you can't see it, but they look pretty nice. <laughs> so, um, so go out and do an intramural and uh, win yourself a t-shirt. Um, I know that... Broom ball is coming up, correct? That's one of our most popular yep. from what I've heard. Probably one of the most popular. It's it's very fun. Um, I know I did it in my undergrad. Otherwise, what other benefit do you think there is to students who maybe want to do it, um, but maybe just a benefit to doing it in murals or at least going into the wellness center and um, being active? Absolutely. Well, I think uh, mental health, I think, is huge. I know we kind of talked about it at the beginning a little bit, um, but that's how I love to deal with my stress is just working out and working through my stress that way, like physically. Um, and again, that looks different for everyone. So I really like to lift. Um, I know some people that just love to run and that's kind of how they get their stress out. Um, but I think aside from that, too, what I love about intramurals is it's a great way to meet people. Um, I think it's really awesome and unique. I came here from so I'm from Canada, but I came here from eastern Michigan. And our intramurals are a little different there. And I love that here you can enter as a free agent. So you can enter by yourself and they'll place you on a team. And so I think that's really great in terms of if you are a first year student and maybe you haven't met that many people yet, you can just enter. And that's a great way to meet people and kind of build that sense of community that we strive to create at the REC. Right. And I know that there's a lot of people that I've talked to that they have found their main friend group through intramurals, um, whether that be slow pitch softball or broomball or um, even I know you mentioned Mario Kart and and some of those other uh, you know not necessarily sports but I know esports is becoming more popular and there's a lot of people who are diving into that so I think we have a pitch tournament too which I think is a card game yeah yeah for for all yeah for all of you non-Nebraskans I know it's it's played a little bit outside of Nebraska but I think that's really neat I agree there's there's so many ways to actually participate in intramurals um, as well as you know keeping the physical and mental health aspects both which are really important in college yeah one thing I'll add too with our with our intramurals is for some people it's tough to commit to a full season which we fully understand over there we're trying to accommodate for as many different schedules of students as possible Um, so we also offer various one-day events um, which includes the the pitch tournament Um, we have a board game night coming up soon and um, and there are all kinds of other sports where intramurals are played in just one day and just in general with Campus Rec, I think it's so important to you know push yourself outside your comfort zone. I think that's where all the growth happens. And I think uh, being college in general has is filled with great opportunities to do that. But I think Campus Recreation is a prime opportunity uh, to just engage outside your comfort zone and then hopefully find others doing the same. And like you said, find that core group. So I just think it's super important for that reason. And finally, uh, what other sports are coming up for intramurals? What can people get involved with? So we have uh, our four main sports uh, for our second session. Our registration deadline is October 13th. Uh, we're gonna have broom ball, which we mentioned earlier. Yes. Um, we actually are gonna transition to indoor volleyball. Um, we've been outside in the sand for this first session, but we're going over to 6v6 right over in Cushing Coliseum. Um, and if none of that is your, is your tee, uh, we also have some indoor soccer uh, and also 3v3 basketball. Um, the registration deadline, like I said, October 13th, um, and those seasons will begin uh, around October 27th, October 28th, and will run through November. 
And if you don't already follow us on social media, I highly recommend that everyone does because if our hours change with the wellness center or anything like that, we post it all on social media if we're hiring, things like that. Um, in terms of wellness center programming coming up, we don't have a solid date yet, but I know at the end of October, we're working on a fundamentals of lifting type workshop for beginners and also like intermediate lifters. Um, so we're working on a two-part kind of program in terms of showing them how to use the equipment around our center, but also how to structure like a workout, you know, in terms of compound lifts go first, accessory lifts follow, things like that, like how to split up your week in terms of lifting. Um, so kind of a, a little hour-long seminar workshop in that with some students. So that's something to keep on your radar for the end of October. Yeah, so a lot of really good information there. Um, feel free to contact um, anyone at the Campus Rec or join them on social media. Okay, now I want to bring in Cannon Rath. Uh, he's a student here at UNK. And Cannon, just go ahead and introduce yourself and what you do. Yes, like I said, my name is Cannon Rath. This is my fourth year here at UNK, and I am currently the uh, KLPR Sports Director. If you don't know, KLPR or 91.1 KLPR is the student station here at UNK. And what I do is I have two radio shows, Throwing Loves, which is a live radio show every Wednesday with a couple other students, but also a recorded show called Loper Update. It comes out every Thursday at 10.30, talks about how the Lopers did in all their athletics while previewing and then bringing some other kids in the major. So it's a lot of fun, just a lot of sports orientated, and KLPR is where you can find all your football, volleyball, and basketball home games this fall. So you um, obviously are uh, doing this because you probably enjoy sports, I'd imagine. <laughs> um, so kind of tell me about that, just like growing up, and, um, and you're from Kearney, yes. right? So uh, just tell me about that and you know, kind of your interest in sports and how you got involved with this, especially with your major. Yeah, so I've started sports at a young age. I played soccer at the age of five, played until about 12. Middle school, I, eighth grade, I played basketball and football. Didn't really find enjoyment in it, so I decided not to pursue it in high school, but that's kind of where I got my sports started, and my sports broadcasting career began my junior year of high school. Um, Kearney High School has Strive, which is a Nebraska-based um, online streaming service that most Nebraska schools have, so we have the equipment to have broadcasters, and the very first game I ever did, I absolutely hated it. Hated every <laughs> second of it, and um, I kept doing it to the point where I actually enjoyed it, I originally wanted to be an athletic trainer. That's what I was going to go to school for. And by the time I got to my senior year doing some more, I'm like, man, I really enjoy this. And I knew about the program here, Ford Clark, who runs the program here. I contacted him. I took a visit here, and I said, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to stay here in Kearney. I'm going to go to school for sports broadcasting. So I do give credit to Strive, my broadcasting, and I'm kind of just glad this is the route I've taken the last four years. Yeah. And I will say, it is not easy to be on the radio. Like, it's, <laughs> my brother asked me, um, he was the sports director for a radio station up in O'Neill, Nebraska, and he asked me one night if I wanted to do color, and this was when I was still in high school. Um, first time I'd ever done anything like that. Uh, I didn't even know what to say. <laughs> I didn't really have much input. Um, but it was so much fun, and it's, it's so much fun to be able to, like, interact with the teams, and especially, like, for you, Loper Sports. But um, I just kind of want to ask you, you know, where you see this going, where you see your future um, and your future opportunities. So being my fourth year, I've actually worked in radio for the last two years. I worked at Plaver Radio here in Kearney as a board op on air. And this year I took a new radio job with KRGI Sports out of Grand Island. So I am doing color commentary. And I feel like by the time I graduate, this could be my, my stepping stone into the broadcasting field. But I have a couple options. There's pretty much two I'd like to do either work for a radio station as a sports director or 
worked for a hockey team as their director of media relations. That's actually the sport I want to go into is hockey, believe it or not. I mean, that's kind of where I want to go. And the future opportunities is you don't have to be on air. I mean, you can learn the other side like I did, the board op, the engineering, the programming. There's different opportunities as well. So, like, there's opportunities there, but, like, the opportunities within the field, there's a lot to do. And it's not all about sports broadcasting. Like, And I also know the one sports writing. That's very big in our program. So you just have to... You don't you don't want to get focused on one thing. You have to have a broad broad knowledge or a broad probably just a broad um, scope and yeah. understanding of, of the whole fit the whole field. right because you you do need to know um, the technical side of things as well as the knowledge about either sports or, or really whatever you're going into. So that's the one thing about that's nice about here on air opportunities right away for you and to learn every side of the business. You know, board opping, editing. That's all here at UNK. So we are focusing on. Um, Loper Sports as well in this podcast. So you do the uh, you do the what what did you call it the Loper update each yep, week? Is the that Loper right? update? Okay, um, just go ahead and highlight all the the current Loper Sports we have right now that students can support. Yeah, so last year with the COVID year, we did not get a normal fall season. We had stuff canceled. Soccer, volleyball moved to the springtime with an unofficial NCAA season, but they still played. Football, they were supposed to play four games. They played two, but they brought in Shadron, which was amazing. I mean, the Shadron Carney arrival in the old days yep. was amazing. And, ha- and I was glad. I was glad to be there. But UNK this year in football, for the first time in a decade, has been ranked. And now we're in back-to-back weeks. Last week we were twenty. We were the 23rd. This week we are the 16th best team in Division Two, which is impressive. That's amazing. They are currently on a six-game winning streak. And the new head, the head coach is Josh Lenny. He's been here for five years. And he came into this team. They were 1-21 in two years. Brought in his players, brought in his staff. He's had pretty much the same staff the whole time, minus one, who left to take a new job this, this season. And you can tell now, five years later down the road, his record is 20-19, and 19, but it's a good 20-19 and 19 as he has progressed every year better and better. And, you know, 2019 was his first winning season. UNK's first ever winning season in the amount of labor. They finished with an overall record 7-5, and five, but also won the Mineral Water Bowl, which was huge. And they are doing well. They are 3-0. and They got quality wins over Pitt State. It's week one, they had that weather delay where they dominated Missouri Southern 38-0. This last week was a fun one if you weren't at Ron and Carroll Cove Stadium. Washburn came into Kearney. It was a tied game for the majority of the game. And in the fourth quarter, 24 unanswered points scored to give UNK that 28-24 lead. And then Darius Swanson picked off uh, Mitch Schurig, the quarterback for Washburn. And I wasn't personally there, but I was listening on the radio. And you heard the whole crowd explode. I mean, I can say I've been into that the rise is there and that this team is finally going to be well-established going into the future. And so just looking at even um, the other sports, obviously with the success of local football right now, but um, volleyball is good. The tennis and golf teams have been doing well. Um, Highlight some of those if you could. Yeah, so we'll go with volleyball. You know, Rick Squires has been here for a really long time. 2019 was a special year for UNK Volleyball. They Went to the NCAA Division II Championships, lost to San Bernardino out of California team down in Denver, and that was a motivation. 2020 came around, their season was canceled. They played a spring season, and they did pretty well there. It was a great time to see some of the younger, some of the younger girls get in and play. Everyone year of eligibility is still there. Coming into this season, UNK the, um, for the first game was an exhibition. They took on Air Force and actually beat them in five sets. Back-to-back times to beat a Division One team in 2019. They also swept Wyoming, and then 
they beat Air Force. So they have two D1 wins in the last three years, which is pretty big. And this year, uh, coming in 10-1, and one, they are ranked fourth in the nation. Last week was the one team, and this last week at the Health and Sports Center was three games in four days. Uh, MIAA play started on Friday, and Emporia came to town. Emporia, UNK had no troubles in Emporia. They swept them easily. But Saturday was the big one as the Washburn Ichabods came in. They were ranked three at the time, and it was the type of game where Washburn had that motivation. They played lights out, and they gave the Lopers their first loss, winning three sets to one. I mean, they were close sets, but Washburn just looked like the better team out there. And then Monday was kind of a bounce-back game. They took on Hastings College, an NAIA team, which kind of a nice tune-up game. But um, women's soccer, interesting situation. They are currently 1-5, and and it's a younger team. But the thing that's hard is there is a lot of injuries to this team. And this last weekend, we saw two girls go down with injuries again, two seniors on the team. And that's just something that's a little bit tough there. But... Even though you're one in five, it's a younger team. I do see this as a great stepping stone for the younger players to step up and try to get in those playing roles, you know, especially kind of get into that leadership role. So, I mean, soccer, it's going to get there. It's just, you know, when you have eight, nine injuries, it's tough. It is very tough. It's tough to bounce back from that, yeah. So, that's kind of soccer. They are currently one in five as of today on the here on this uh, podcast. And then tennis, they got their season started this last weekend. And, um, they uh, went down to Colorado to play three matches, and uh, they um, won all three matches. They beat Metro State 6-1, to CSU Playbook 7 nothing, and Colorado Mesa 7 nothing. And So 3 nothing for uh, women's tennis. They did play a, they, uh, they play a split schedule, so they'll play the fall and the spring. Mm-hmm. So they'll have a smaller schedule on both sides. So they have their split schedule here. So tennis starting off pretty well. And I think a big one this year is that a lot of people has another split season is the golf team. They'll play a fall and spring schedule. And um, Division Two is interesting. They do it by regions instead of seedings when it comes to the postseason play. And the first tournament of the year for the golf team was the Central Regional, which previews all the teams in the region. And UNK tied third out of 19 with an overall score of 613. So that was pretty, pretty, pretty nice for them, pretty big. And then this last week, and they went up to Minnesota to take on in the Golden Bear Classic, which is a big one. They actually finished second of ninth. And the uh, cool part about that one is that it's a good good finish for them, but uh, Fabio Gonzalez was a uh, co-medalist. So that was pretty pretty good for a shot six over par, the 150 that earned the co-medalist honors. And, you know, it helped UNK finish up as a runner-up at that Golden Bear Classic. So kind of a... Good, good, good week in there for UNK and the golf team, and all of our Loper athletics. They are seeing steady progress since joining the MIAA, and that's kind of what's nice, especially for the Carney community who like grew up here. They saw the RMAC days. They saw how dominant the teams were, and there was kind of a drop in a lot of in sports. But it's nice seeing our programs finally getting back up there to high standards again in college athletics. Yeah, and and why is it so important for for UNK students to support? I think it's important just because, I mean, they're students like the rest of us. They're going to want support, and, I mean, go support your local teams. I mean, they got great talent. All of our teams have been on the solid side. So, I mean, for the UNK students, you know, they can support them. Just go to the games. Or, I mean, if you can't go, you can always listen online. I mean, the 93.1, the river out of our Caribbean, out of Lexington, they cover volleyball and football on the road. So, I mean, you can always listen into the game, too. And so, I mean, go go watch your fellow student-athletes. They're students like you. It's just a great opportunity to just let them know that they appreciate it. Their hard work and time and effort here is being appreciated. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think. I, no, that, that's, I think that's a good way to wrap it up. Just, um, just knowing that even if you don't enjoy sports, I mean, the games are free. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You, you're, you're, you're a student. You can go for free. So just go and support, and I, it means a lot to the student-athletes. So that's kind of where I'll leave that, I think. And, and no, I, I do appreciate you coming on and talking about this and also just introducing yourself and what you are doing here at UNK. I think it's uh, really cool for someone who really enjoys sports and has grown up with it their entire life. Ken and I appreciate you being on, and uh, good luck with everything in the future. Yep, glad to join. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. And so finally, as we wrap up, um, is there anything that you want students to know um, beyond that? Maybe even from your perspective as, as students, because, you know, you are still students. Um, but anything that they can maybe do to kind of keep pushing throughout this year and, and keep going strong? I just think trying to keep the momentum going is the most important thing. Uh, one thing I tell my staff pretty frequently is objects in motion tend to stay in motion, and I think that's very true for us as well. Um, and so I know even if I take a rest day, I still try to come to the rec sometimes to do my stretching there or things like that, because if I fall out of that routine, whether it's with homework or with my workout, then it's very easy to fall off my routine in so many other aspects. So just try to stay in motion and just keep chugging along, because I think if you let up a little bit, it's easy to kind of derail yourself. To add on to that too, uh, for me at least, uh, pretty busy over at Campus Rec. Um, so if you're busy with classes or if you've got your own work schedule to deal with, I definitely recommend at least taking an hour out of your day to just decompress. Whether that be, like Jen said, working out, um, doing something physical, or just taking some time to yourself, it'll make a world of a difference. Thank you both for joining. I know that there's um, so much going on with the semester, so I really appreciate you both being on. Again, I probably could talk about sports all day, but um, I, I think that we can go ahead and wrap up the, this podcast. And so, again, just thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for having us, Scott. Yeah. Thank you.